people. Good morning, Craig. Oh, Hello, no. Lucky art. No. I rolled an eight on the die. So even with my bonuses, let's see. That's a 13. Nope. 16. Oh. Oh. All right. So uh, you see this curse. Well, I, I don't know. How do you de- describe this curse for me, uh, Josh? How does this take um, hold? I'd say it's kind of similar to that lattice work you mentioned before when I saw in the visions, just sort of spreading over the body of the creature and then tightening. Mm-hmm. So you see all these black tendrils just kind of erupt from uh, the holy symbol uh, that Rosebud carries uh, and like a uh, an old 1970s horror movie just uh, starts to rip and devour this thing tendril by tendril. Um, it seems like it's unable to move or do anything for that matter. At least for the next six seconds. Jewel of the Mountain, you're up. Okay. Jewel is going to cast uh, Hex on this creature. I'm sorry, you're going to cast what? Hex. Okay. Double curse! Double curse. curse. (laughs) Yep. Okay. And I don't think he gets any kind of save or anything. I don't believe I do. And, uh, one ability score, so I'm going to give him disadvantage on any strength checks. That makes sense. Okay. And then she is going to move up. One, two, three, four. And she's going to hit him. I'll add this. Legs. So I've got an action attack. Oh, wait, that should be an advantage since I'm across from, uh... So, there's the first attack. Does a 22 hit? Uh, yeah. 22 definitely <laughs> hits. Alright. So, uh, go ahead and roll damage. So, that's going to be 24 damage for the first attack. Ooh. And then... Second attack... 23 to hit. And 23 extra hits. 12 magical slashing. And you then got her it. haste attack. Ooh. Let's go for a third one. 25. For an extra 14 magical slashing. Okay, so you just whittle this creature down with three uh, back-to-back hits, and your magical claws just rip through those black tendril coils that are restraining this creature, and just blood and viscera just spreads out uh, from one attack, two attack, three attack, um, and you feel this thing shudder, uh, and you see it um, sort of crouch down and, and, and slam one knee on the ground. It's looking very hurt. And she is going to uh, dance back out of reach like she does. Okay, yeah, I can't pursue a attack of opportunity on you because you are slippery, slippery. Alright, so that is your turn, uh, Jewel uh-huh. of the Mountain? 
That's it. All right, good turn. Geth, you're up. Uh, so I see a gripped rosebud whipping around in the guy's <laughs> face. Yeah. As you you, you see the his... tendrils, like, trying to stop it from whipping this guy around. It's the only thing that's able to move at the moment. <laughs> Just in a pure spot. <laughs> rosebud around. Um... And Cecilia is... I don't see them on the turn order. Are they joining the turn order? What was happening with them? Uh, I believe... They, they were, were rescuing boat. everyone? I yeah, believe she was Cecilia... hurting civilians. Okay. I believe. Was just rescuing people. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and... Uh, no, actually, I'm going to stop you. So I'm just going to use them at the top of the round. Okay. I'm just going to have them just run this way. Okay. Uh-huh. These guys are gonna run. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, didn't I have bodyguards? Didn't but you guys? Some of them like immediately there. died. I thought. There's looks uh, like there's two bodyguards up there. Two bodyguards up here. Oh god, I need to go through my notes to figure out. I think I want to say I gave you guys some bodyguards. Let's um, just say narratively they go with the group. <laughs> like, yeah, let's they, say they, narratively they're just protecting people. So yeah, they, there was two. There was two um, people that died, died already, I recall. Yeah, I'm just going to say that it. these guys were the ones that died. I can check my notes if you want. Uh... Well, for now, let's just operate on that. Yeah. Why don't we take your turn, and then you can check notes after your turn. Just Sounds to keep good. I just, I just checked, and I don't, did not... It just said, crushed a, deaths, crushed a student to death, and then Rosebud saved Geth. That's what I noted. So maybe one student died. But either way, they're ushering the people away. Um, so on... Is it my turn or...? Yes, it is your okay. turn. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to uh, look up to Rosebud uh, being whipped around. Um, and I see nothing of Oma, right? Like, they're gone. Correct. Correct. I'm just thinking, sorry. I'm going to um, cast... How's Rosebud looking hurt-wise? Uh, Rosebud's looking pretty decent. He's he's above half health. He's If we were to put it in, like, game mechanics, he would be about 61 out of 93. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take this moment to stay in my position because I do recall being buffed last game and I'm going to um, grip my uh, what the hell is it called? Grip my amulet uh, Bloodwell Vial for a second and uh, snap my fingers and a vortex warp uh uh, Rosebud out of the grapple uh, okay. and position him to be can I move his thing? Yeah. Here. Sort of like I'm trying to get him like slightly behind cover. Okay. Very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well I'll call out and be like Still a relief. <laughs> Rosebud, fail this next save in game mechanic terms. Snap. <laughs> um, and uh, let me just take away my uh, stuff. 
And I'm gonna say, I, I'm getting so used to teleporting, <laughs> being teleported around by Geth, that if a baddie t- tries to teleport me, I might just assume it's Geth. <laughs> That's funny and good to know. Uh, and then I'm going to, in his stead, <laughs> this isn't really going to work that well in my mind, but it's kind of funny, also cast Minor Illusion of a, um, a Rosebud uh, right here so it's just a static statue-esque rosebud uh but essentially like a version of rosebud in his armor sort of like curled up partially in a ball like hiding his face right in that square where uh the frog he previously had him okay so okay so he's he's still like quote unquote not grasped Right, but he's still quote unquote like you're trying to. You create an illusion where he is grappled. Is uh, I created an illusion where the frog Hemoth maybe dropped him, and he's okay. sitting right there, even though I teleported him like sort of behind this cover a little bit. Gotcha. How, how are you casting Vortex Orb and Minor Illusion? Because it's a cantrip. Oh. Neither are bonus actions. Damn it, I thought Vortex Orb was a bonus action. Ignore the cantrip then. Okay, you Good got. Go. <laughs> Are you going? To, is that your turn? That is my turn. I will stay where I am. Okay. Make faces so, at it. Uh, I am going to take a legendary action at the end of your turn. Uh, I am not affected. I was reading this. I'm not affected. Um, although I have a disadvantage on strength rolls because of the hex. So let me let me. Oh, I want to read this bestow curse just one more time. Um, when you cast this spell, uh, choose one ability score. While cursed, the target has disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws. Ability checks are not the same thing as attack rolls. No, and you can pretty much ignore that. Each one is, like, split. It's just roll 20 mash them all together. Oh, so they're different. There should be like different bullet points. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So the the curse I chose was while cursed, the target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each of its turns. If it fails, it waits its action. Okay. So with uh, hex, I have disadvantage on uh, strength ability checks, but again, that's not the same thing as an attack. An attack. Okay. So, uh, jewel of the mountain, you have given this thing. Uh, something to be concerned for. So it is going to use um, a tongue attack. Mm-hmm. Not far enough, apparently. <laughs> yes. A 15 foot range on the tongue. Uh, more than that, I'll go ahead and just drop that in the chat there. Um, you have, you're within 20 feet of it. So I need you to make a DC 18 saving throw. Okay. Okay. Nope. So, uh, you are whipped over here. I want to not... (laughs) You're over here. Uh, No, you're over here. Stop. Don't right directly push. towards it? Come on. No, I'm putting you over here so you don't get <laughs> any sort of advantage. 
Um, all right. <clears throat> so, um, because that was my legendary action, I don't think I could do bonus actions. So that makes sense. Yeah, I don't believe I could do bonus actions. So, Oma, uh, it is your turn. So I'm inside of it. Uh, yes, and you, have you are. Haste. And I have haste. So you are technically. So before we begin, um, a swallowed creature is blinded and restrained. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you take 3d6 acid damage at the start of each of the frog hemas turn. Okay. So I didn't roll last time for that, so I'm just going to go ahead and do that real quick. Okay. Um, for the one turn that I'm that we started the game with. What is it? 3d10? No, mm-hmm. sorry. Different one. Uh, it's 3d6. Oof. Good thing I, I double-checked. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that could have been fire. That could have been way worse. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ooh, good rolls for me. So that's a thirteen uh, total for acid damage. Um. So you, Oma, are um, you can't see. You fail ability checks requiring sight, but you have advantage on attacks. Attacks versus creature have advantage. And I have disadvantage on you. And you are restrained. So your speed is now zero. You can't benefit from speed bonuses. And then you have disadvantage on deck saves. I can attack. But you can't attack. With advantage. With advantage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. Because you have advantage... Uh, because you're both uh, blinded and restrained. Or excuse me. Disadvantage? Uh, no, restrained. Wait. Oops. Either way, it's 23. I'm sorry. You have disadvantage. I apologize. (laughs) Either way, way, it's 23. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I was reading that wrong. (laughs) You were trying to get your advantage on that. Yes. Yes. It says attacks versus creature have advantage. So you are the creature in question, not me. So, and I am, I am uh, doing a smite in that okay. as well. All right, which will give me eighty-eight. So it's twenty-two points of damage. Oma. This thing had 17 health left. Go ahead and finish it. So basically, she's just kind of like, like a, a, a hot dog <laughs> inside of a bun, and she just she takes her her sword and kind of pushes her legs out so that she could uh, use the force of pushing in and pushing out at the same time with her back and her legs, and then just lets go driving the sword through it and just as she does she comes out <laughs> just as just kind of like a as it's kind of like unraveled and she kind of like squirms out to the ground as this goo just comes comes down as it falls backwards yeah so this creature uh the tendrils the black tendrils that have cursed it sort of explode into this 
uh, outward uh, gore fest as Oma comes uh, squeezing out. Uh, and the tendrils fade away and recede into uh, nothingness. It looks like um, I am covered in goo. It Jewel was right in front of it, so Jewel probably gets a shower of gore as well. Yes, you are just coated. Your your fur is very sticky. <laughs> but it seems to be dead. Uh the students all let out a cheer. They thank you. For saving like, them. Trying to wipe herself off quickly before any of it. This goo starts, like, drying. I'll take she, a moment. She, she's prestidigitationing herself clean one you know, cubic foot at a time. <laughs> Early. I'll, I'll take a moment with Cecilia and wave her back. And, uh, okay. and, and gently move the crushed corpse of the student that I assume was not swallowed yet. Uh, or maybe it was, I don't know. Sure. I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say he crushed it and threw it away for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just like, can you help me with this? I don't know who they were. Uh, we probably need to get in touch with, you know, one of the family eventually, but just try to figure out who they were. Ask one of their friends. I don't know. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> so they might have a towel. Uh, what's white? Uh, Jill you... just looks at it. Don't, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll get you with prestidigitation. Just give me a second. <laughs> Takes her like two minutes to clean herself off, and then she'll start on Oma. So, Oftaro was there as well, uh, and he was the one that was your guide, who agreed to be your guide. Um. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. I think Nadia's there too, isn't she? Or is Nadia? We not left there? both of them behind. Okay. We remember we, we left them at not... the uh, the like yeah. the hidden hideaway place, and we went with Cecilia and the others. Okay. 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 Oh, so that makes sense. Why they're not on the map. Eh? Yeah, yes. I'm like 99% sure that we left them behind because we didn't want them to be in danger because they're potential crewmates. So, yeah. and sure. anybody who travels with us is a uh, very high risk. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we basically expunged whatever info we could about the organization and the region and anything they knew, and then said, "Wait for us here." And we went and followed them to make sure they weren't just piecing out. And when they weren't piecing out, we stayed, and then we left and. Left for today. It was. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Cecilia uh, is brings along uh, one of the others, um, and the two of them are going to act as your guide. You have a map at your disposal, with sort of a vague understanding of where you need to go. Um, Cecilia reminds you that the cave that was mentioned uh, was framed uh, in between the two fingers, uh, the twin fingers that you guys were looking for, which is a set of well-known landmarks on the other side of Wukong. 
So she gathers her things, uh, some provisions, along with the guide. Uh, and she says, uh, okay, I'm ready to leave when you are. Uh, is there anything... This is sort of to the party. Is there anything we needed before setting off? I, I think we have everything. Oma, Jewel, do you need any healing of any sort? I, I, uh... I am a bit haggard from inside being digested. But, uh... <laughs> I think I may have something. Just a pick-me-up here. Do we, do we uh, yeah, want to take a I've, short rest before we head out? I mean, you know, eat a little food, drink a little water. Maybe... I was going to take a potion of healing. Uh, she's just suggesting because she can uh, Song of Rest help oh, out yeah. with a little extra healing boost. That makes Ma- that would work. Maybe, we, maybe we could have um, Squeaks when caught do a, do a half hour sort of in the direction we're going check. Scout. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can send Squeaks out for that. All right. So, uh, go ahead and roll any sort of health die that you want for your uh, short rest, including the Song of Rest bonuses. And then, Jewel, go ahead and roll Squeaks when caught. I'd like a perception check. I know you get advantage, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so go ahead and do that. Uh, anything in particular that you're looking for? I'd say just any kind of, uh, like, anything dangerous, anything that seems out of place, any sneaky, sneaky cultists, you know. Sure. Just kind of looking for the the battery. Mm -hmm. All of it. So, uh, Squeaks When Caught flies up, uh, and Squeaks When Caught, uh, because they rolled so high, they... In the general direction of where you were going to head off, they spot uh, a pack of wolves. And they note the location to you. So, effectively, you can skip the next encounter if you so choose. Were they cool-looking wolves? <laughs> yeah, these guys were cool-looking dire wolves. They were big, beefy wolves. They had bandanas and switchblades. Oh. They snapped with their leather jackets. Yeah, but did they sing? Did they start breaking <laughs> a song uh-huh. and then... Okay. They're not they were, They're not thespian. <laughs> not yeah. thespian cool. One of, them's, one of them's a theater major at the Obsidian Cube. <laughs> So that's good. You, uh, uh, yeah, you can essentially circumnavigate the encounter, the travel encounter between point A and B. Wow, squeaks! Okay. That was amazing. <laughs> because they're not like super intelligent, that, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, the only reason I gave it to you is because you rolled super high. Well, no need to. We're we're on a bit of a time crunch with all the missing children and other family members that may be missing so lead the way there jewel and cecilia and 
who was else? Who else was with us? We had Cecilia and who? And died. Died B. Let's just call died him Jojo. B. Got it. Jojo. Oh, Jojo. Guide. Adding it to my notes. Guide B is Jojo. <laughs> Jojo. Because Guide A, I guess, got crushed. <laughs> he was also a student. He was volunteering as your guide for uh, extra credit. Oh no! Great. <laughs> um. This is why you do your regular stuff. You don't do extra credit. It'll get you killed. <laughs> and so we've we've separated after they've reached the site, right? Yeah. So as you and guys also, are taking they're your still short reaching rest. the site after losing a student. That is some uh, dedicated researchers. Yeah, these guys <laughs> know the dangers that they face. This is the world that they live in. They understand the implications. So they're kind of spread out. Uh, as they've taken their short rest, as, as you've taken your short rest, these people have gone about um, setting up for the evenings or for the day's archaeological dig. So these guys are doing their best Jurassic Park impression. Amber's here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see so... these Velociraptor toes? These Velociraptor. <laughs> I don't remember the spiel he gives. It's something about disemboweling a child. I don't remember. Yes, it's okay. You Whenever hit, I think of me. Jurassic Park, all I think of is Alan. Alan. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Alan. All right. So, um, the archaeology dig is on in full swing. Um, is there anything that you guys need from them? They offer you... you they, I think you've already got provisions and whatnot for your trek into the jungle, correct? Yeah, I think we prepped a little bit. Yeah, you guys prepped, so... That plus we've also got, like, tons of snacks from town. That's right. (laughs) Oh, right. A bag full of assorted snacks. Alright, so, I need y'all to make uh, strength rolls as you guys head into the wilderness. Uh, Just straight strength? Or, I'm sorry, did I say strength? I meant survival. Okay. The other S. That's fair. Uh, this is going well, guys. Is this is this a tree? <laughs> but is, is this another tree? Did we just pass this tree? <laughs> Thankfully, seen that bush uh, before, I swear. <laughs> Thankfully, Oma is not leading the group <laughs> uh, because everyone passed but her. Oma. This is a especially hard journey on you, uh, considering that you're in strong plate mail. Uh, you guys are foraging through this dense wooded area. Uh, you take a point of exhaustion. Now, let me... And so... Yes. Can I... You know what? No, it would be retroactive. Never mind. Okay. So, rising above the heavy jungle canopy is the ever-present volcano at the heart of the island. Bulkong smokes lazily, staining the blue sky above a dirty cotton gray. There's a colony of bats that circle around the mountain's spire. They're screeching, nearly drowned out by the loud noises of the wilderness all around you. Your previous encounter with the frog hemoth makes you weary of any pond or puddle that you come across. 
and any expectantly loud croaking that you might hear in the distance. From this vantage point... Uh, hold on. Oop, I skipped ahead. Sorry. Um... Wow, okay. I accidentally skipped ahead. So, you cut a path through the jungle. Slowly, methodically. As the sun crawls through the sky, a troop of monkeys have taken an interest in you. These small, curious creatures swing from tree to tree, hollering to one another as they keep tabs on you. But they don't seem to want to fight with you. Uh, if anything, maybe they swing down and, as one of you guys might be snacking, a couple of them take an interest in what you're eating. The Twin Mountains come in and out of view, but with the help of Cecilia and Jojo, and the assuring presence of Bull Kong, the way itself never seems to be lost to you. You've all kept to the edge of the mountain straddling the terrain before it rises sharply to join the celestial heavens. And there's a point where squeaks when caught, catches your eye, um, Jewel of the Mountain, and you are reminded that the wolf pack is within this area. So you all take extra precautions to avoid it. I assume. I'm going to ask yeah. you. Do you try yes. and avoid it, or do you guys take yeah. it on? We, we divert around the, okay. the wolf pack. Just, no. just for much early warning, when we start getting close to those things you haven't described yet, aka bats, I would like to ask the party to be more sneaky, too. So. I just turn and look at him with this really tired and like distraught expression. This is uh, playing. Okay, playing, <laughs> playing. So you're 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 not quite at that point yet. Um, so uh, it takes you most of the traveling day, uh, but eventually Cecilia and Jojo uh, point out. The looming twin towers, or twin towers, excuse me, ooh, that's a slip of my American tongue. Uh, twin mountains uh, are within reach. And they let you know that we have to leave the side of the volcano that you guys have been traveling alongside uh, and trek deeper uh, into the recesses of the jungle to circumnavigate the mountains to find the right angle upon which to view the cave. You all do just that. And eventually, a clearing reaches you. A clearing that seems to be maintained. Cut trees and flattened earth. The remains of an old campfire. From this area, you see the two mountains framing Bull Kong. And more importantly, high atop its cragged visage, an opening. 
Jojo points to that opening and says, it's a straight shot from here, but we should rest up here in this clearing and perhaps continue our journey tomorrow or in the evening after we've had eight hours. Is this clearing one that you as Jojo local guide number two have seen before? Uh, yes. I have used this clearing before. This is a sort of common uh, resting point um, as the Twin Mountains are a common destination for hikers. Certainly. Well, we will follow your advice. People do this voluntarily? (laughs) Well, not normally in full plate armor. I can see that, yes. I guess I'll describe Jojo to you. Jojo is... Jojo is a uh, dark-skinned, almost like uh, ebony or onyx-skinned man. Uh, He has an accent that can be derived, Jewel of the Mountain, from your homeland. He is from the Zagwe Empire. Uh, He's bald, has sort of a strong jutting chin, uh, and he has essentially the gear and clothing of a man who is used to the wildlands. Um, you know, these these uh, heavily patched trousers uh, and belts just full of supplies, and he's carrying a big old pack. Um, and he also carries a hammer uh, around his belt that he uses for self-protection. There, that's Jojo. Thank you. I love you, Jojo. He gives uh, you a wink. Jojo, um, about how far would you say we're from... The mountain range. Well, from our target, anyway. Well, it's not the... It's not the uh, the length that we need to worry about. It's the latitude... Wait. It's not the... Hold on. Latitude and longitude. Latitude is the... Is the... Is the one on the ground. And longitude is the one vertical, correct? Those are... You're thinking of maps, and that is just like... That is just north to south, east to west. Okay. So you're talking um, terrain. You're talking about topography right now, like the right. the, the. So height. he says it's not so much the distance that we need to worry about; it is the the height. Uh, it won't be long till we reach Bulkong, but it is going to take a long time to actually trek up to the cave, as there is not a path. We're going to climb it. Oh. Climbing? Joe yes. just grins. <laughs> um. Well, I. Would anyone like me to make some climbing gear then? I have a little that, bit of power still left. I could. That may be useful to... for tomorrow. Uh. Yeah, I, I think that would be wise, Rosebud. Alright then. Uh, I would like. Wait, do we have the bag of holding with us? Yeah. Was... Okay, because the bag of holding has the metal in it. So Yeah. <laughs> I believe uh, Jewel I was... has the bag of holding? Yes. Uh, Jewel was always the one carrying the bag of holding. Yep. 
Uh, I would if like you ask to... Heart to get into it. She will pass it over. Uh, can you? It has to be one object. Okay. Uh, then I would like to create. Does uh, our new buddy Paladin and our grand Jojo do they appear to already have hiking gear with them? Uh, Jojo does have hiking gear with him. Yes. Okay. Then I will cast Fabricate three times uh, to create a set of climbing gear for me, Geth, and Oma. And then I will use my fifth slot to create one for uh, Cecilia. I don't know about the wording of the spell, Josh, but theoretically, you could just have them all connected with a small piece of metal, and it's all one piece of gear, and then break them off with your normal... That is true. I, I did do that Normal with the coconuts. Action. Yeah. <laughs> like, you basically, because there's a, a space, right? Contained within yeah. 10 foot cube. Or or 8 connected 5 foot. Like, that's huge. Okay. Then, yeah, that's what I'll do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Just in case we're attacked during the night. I was like, well, I, it doesn't matter because we're going to be sleeping anyway. I'm like, oh, right. We might be attacked. <laughs> Maybe I'll go with Ryan's suggestion. I'm just thinking of like you know if you've ever popped out molds from like a like a game set that you get they're all connected technically. Okay, hold on, I actually have exactly that. Um, and this is b- basic stuff. Like it's basically like a boot with spikes, bunch of pittons, etc. Mm-hmm. You know. So, uh, how much is climbing gear? Because I'll have to subtract that from the. Gear weight twelve pounds. Oof. Okay. Can use a bunch. So, how twelve times four? Uh, I will lose forty eight pounds. Have climbing gear in your packs already? Oh, nope. <laughs> That's like a very specific thing. Okay. And we're I wasn't sure on the water. If, um, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. But I wasn't sure if because I know you guys start with like adventuring gear, like or a, mm-hmm. or something yeah, like we've, that. Yeah, we've got like ropes and stuff. But I think the only one that gets like climbing gear to start is the burglars pack. Mm, and none of you Weirdings. have burglars stuff. Nope. Yeah, okay, the explorers three model. Yeah, the explorers pack has like just rope is the closest thing that it can help with. How how much are you down, sir? <laughs> Uh, I'm down to only 183 pounds of metal in the bag. Only. Oh, no. Have you added the climbing gear to that just for tracking purposes? Uh, I will add the climbing gear to the bag holding it. That's a good idea. Uh, or should we each have it on ourselves is the question. I would prefer it being on on the bag of holding for my own gear, and then I'll just take it out when we need it sort of deal. Okay. Uh... Wait, where did it pop that? What? Head roll below. Okay, there we go. Uh, climbing gear. Mm. As you're making that, I will uh, not assist per se, but just sort of observe. Um, and then call out to Oma, who looks the most haggard. Uh, maybe you should turn in early tonight. Um, you can take final watch, maybe? 
It sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I can take first watch, I suppose. Um, Jewel, Rosebud, whatever works out for you. Uh, take second watch. And Jewel is going to gather everybody together briefly and pop up a, uh, a tiny hut if we're planning on sticking around for eight hours. Yep. And, uh, yeah. It's going to be uh, dark inside so that everybody can sleep, but it's also going to be uh, so we can see out of it, but it's okay. opaque to anybody who's outside. Um, and forever who is on watch, uh, will be accompanied by Datu, who will be given the command to listen to whatever you say. Okay. And, uh, do you have any narrative beats before we, like, say we're going to bed there? I do not. Um, and if no one else does, then I will say, uh, well, it looks like we're getting prepared to deal with them tomorrow potentially after a bit of an arduous journey uh, I'm going to do something that we have in the past um, how many of us do we have there's four, five, six of us oh, that's going to be a lot of resources but that's fair um, there's six of us right the two guides plus us four and then oh and then there's also Tulip and Squeaks. So there's eight of us if I count that. Right? I need to do some Yeah, whether or not you include Datu as well. Oh, right. Datu too. I guess it depends on what you're doing. I'm doing... That is pretty big, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing something. I just need to do some real quick math. So there's a total of four, five, six, seven, eight, nine potentially of us. Okay. That is... Sure. I will do... I'm just going to write this down in our chat. Okay. Uh, uh, it's going to take me a minute. I'm casting aid on uh, certain party members is what's happening. Okay. I Would anyone say... else like to do anything? Um, I will, I guess, go to the uh, Jewel and uh, Oma and see if there's any last items they want made, or because we are going up. It, it does feel like it's right around the bend. I don't see anything that we would possibly need. Very well. I, uh, unless you know of these things called. What are they? Carbine cooks? <laughs> or S hooks? Hooks? Uh huh. S hooks? <laughs> or. Pittons? I mean, but you've already created those, yes? Ah, uh, yes. I, I made those already. 
are, are you going to be all right? Is is everybody ready for this potential final encounter with them? <sighs> I do not like high spaces, but it will be all right. It's better than being swallowed. Yes, that did not look pleasant mm. at all. Not very comfortable. Jeff, if nobody's wanting anything to be created, then uh, Rosebud will get ready for the night. Okay. Jojo, your guide, uh, he makes, he leaves for a little while, and then he returns with essentially a basket full of herbs and berries and um, a small uh, couple coupling of, of rabbits. And he says, um, I found dinner. And you see the rabbits have like arrow holes in them. Uh, please, let me prepare dinner for you all. That's so you guys me, can have a nice dinner together. Uh, it did just occur to me, uh, would I be able to, uh, during this downtime, essentially, uh, add that kill switch into Datu? How long is that kill switch going to take to add? I mean... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, why don't you just roll for it? Okay. Roll an ability check. Uh, which one? I assume one of the intelligence ones. I'm gonna assume the one that you would use to cast magic. Okay, then wisdom. Because isn't it, isn't it, um, isn't it like a magic thing you're doing? Yes. Uh, specifically when I, when we were at the Obsidian Cube... The construct guy taught me how to make a kill switch, which essentially renders my construct inert. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go. You can go ahead and uh, roll for me. He explained it so good, but <laughs> my fingers—they don't do what I want. As you're as you're trying, you're distracted as a coconut just hits you in the back of the head, and you look up, and there's just the troop of monkeys. They have followed you. I've dealt with your kind before. I can do it again. <laughs> Flashbacks that one poor monkey that stole the key. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, as in your, in your critical moment, uh, you lose the spell as a coconut from a monkey just whacks you on the side of the head. <laughs> oh, okay. I see the. So, you... These are all all spells that will last for 24 hours, right? Not quite. So, uh, I'm just writing it out right now. Last 24 hours. Doesn't aid last like 8 hours? It's 8 hours, but I'm extending it. Okay. Uh, 5 HP. I'm just just writing something out here. Uh... Um, Real quick, just to double check. Uh, Nothing for Datu? Uh no, sorry. Unless you wanna <laughs> fine. I, I I had I you you'd mentioned it, but the math I'm literally zero zero on spell slots and uh 
I'm I'm zero on everything right now if I do this. Uh, so no worries. I, I was just needing to know for uh, essentially his hit point value because he did have eight on him before. So I just need to remove it. So it is. We will have sixteen hours of aid, aka eight from starting tomorrow, and then forty-eight hours of water breathing. I'm just making sure I'm actually spending because this is now a time where if I didn't spend this, uh, it could be important next day. Anyways, so I have taken care of all those resources appropriately, uh, Pedro. I literally. Okay. All spent. I see that. Yeah. So you're, you're frantically casting all of these, and then we put you to bed immediately so you can uh, <laughs> yeah. quickly recover Fuck all you of your magic. <laughs> I mean, technically, I was first watch, so I did this I over first say. watch, probably. I just kind of like did it while the watch was happening. Holy so. God. Um, Geth, uh, as you do that, nothing seems to happen. I, uh, before we finish for the night, after all the food's cooked, and I, um, and before I go to bed, I'm going to lay on hands the food and cure any poisons or illness in it. Don't need people getting okay. dysentery on the way out. <laughs> Good move, yeah. Then whenever Sorry, I... I can't fight the evil monster today. I've got the shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so very possible. So whenever uh, um, I go shits. to sleep, I'll regain this resource. All right. Oh, I'm trying to think of what spells I want to bring into this. Yeah, um, definitely make sure you guys. Have a spell list. Gentle repose I need. Prayer healing I need. But I'll keep all the general. I guess I can get rid of. I'll get rid of scrying and commune. So I'm just talking to myself. Ignore me. Okay. So, I will ignore you. Um, Jewel, <laughs> go ahead and roll perception. Um, for myself, for squeaks, or both? Or you're on watch, so for yourself. Okay. Okay. So, Jewel of the Mountain, as you are on watch, uh, Cecilia... Excuse me, not Cecilia. No, I lied. Uh, it's Makuya, right? Yeah. Makuya. Oh, right, yeah, Makuya is with us. Makuya is with you, not Cecilia. Cecilia was a barbarian. Or paladin. Oh, okay, so it's it's Makuya with us instead of Cecilia for the aid, then. If that makes sense. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like... Hold on. No... Actually, well, did it is, and them stay behind to try to. They stuff did, so yeah. it is Cecilia. Yeah, I'm sorry, okay. it is Cecilia oh, that stayed behind. It's okay. It's been a bit. <laughs> it's been <laughs> a hot minute. Yeah. 
So Cecilia, uh, she's just taking a moment to sort of sharpen her axe. As she sits next to you, um, Jewel, and she says, um, So, this creature, do you... Do you have a plan to defeat it? Jules just kind of shrugs. She's like, well, I mean, we're kind of more of a going uh, guns blazing type crowd here. I mean, almost uh, really the one who knows about the uh, the whole cross-dimensional travel and, you know, invaders from other planes and... I'm more of muscle. I, I don't think I could, uh... If you want plans, talk to Gath. If you want information about what it is we're fighting, talk to Oma. I'm just really good at slicing and dicing things. <laughs> she, she gives kind of a sheepish grin. Well, that's nothing to sell yourself short on. I cut my teeth much in the same manner growing up. I hope that uh, you won't have to use your talents too much tomorrow. Hopefully not. Hopefully this whole thing will blow over rather quickly, and then we'll get our ship, and we can be off on more travels. It's been a bit of a, a slog to get here. Mm. How are you, um, where are you traveling to? Oh, we've been all kinds of places. Geth's been working on his uh, merchant empire, so to speak, and uh, well, we, we kind of just go with whatever way the wind blows us sometimes. I think we were talking about going down to uh, Parate at some point. And yeah, Rosebud's got some family down there, so I think that's our next destination. I envy you a little being part of this paladin order. It's a bit restrictive. I've spent so much time on this island, I often daydream about what's beyond the Risra Ocean. If you ever just want to run away, come look us up. She, she gives her a big toothy grin. <laughs> and she laughs. And she says, um, well, I'm afraid there's just some things we can't run away from. Joel shrugs. I think you can run away from just about anything. I'm pretty good at that, too. Well, with an attitude like that, and uh, some good old-fashioned grit and belief for tomorrow, maybe I just might start believing in that, too. And the night passes. Jewel, she just makes kind of casual conversation with you uh, throughout your time. You could tell she's a little nervous. Um, not entirely unfamiliar to you, as you've spent your fair share of nights before a big battle moments. Uh, also being just a little worried, I assume. I don't mean to project onto you. But you, you're familiar with, with the concept. Uh, but like, a normal thing. <laughs> exactly. But the night passes, and 
Um, it is time for the next shift. Uh, I believe it's Rosebud. He's up, right? Yep. Uh, I was after. Yeah, I was. All right, Rosebud. Make a perception check. Let me use my rat eyes. What do you see with your rat eyes? Breaking. Nice. All right. Uh, so, Rosebud, the same thing happens. You are um, met with nothing but the noises of the night. Nothing seems to approach you. And your watch goes without a hitch. Oma, you're the final one. Alright. Go ahead and roll. Oh no. So since it's um, the final stretch... the monkeys are starting to wake up. So, as you're trying to sort of focus on the world around you, you are kind of interrupted by monkey whooping and hollering. And, uh, you notice that uh, some of these monkeys have gotten daring, and they uh, are sneaking up to some of your sleeping companions' things. And I go over there and I... Ah! <laughs> uh, you see they start to scatter. Uh, but there's there's a good group of like ten of them. So they're all like, you scatter one and then a couple come in from behind you and try and go for another pack. Um, if you want something to eat... Come here, and I point like right in front of me. I give, give to you. Uh, they're monkeys. They don't understand. One of them lobs their shit at you. <laughs> so I need you to make. Uh, I'm gonna see if it hits you. Is Oma inside the uh, <laughs> the tiny hut? Oh yeah, that's right. You got a tiny hut up. I can't can do my stat play. <laughs> we could say we had a couple things outside, yeah, could, you know, I like say I'm scraps from dinner, the campfire, sure. a couple yeah. of beds. <laughs> what, what happened is Jojo, as he was sleeping, he rolled over and his hand is like half, he's like half sticking out of the tiny hut. So, so you know, uh, she needed to do that. Um... Or they the monkeys kidnap Jojo. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the scat just splats on the tiny hut right in front of your face. Oma, but you're clean. You're clear because of the tiny hut. Kind of just look at them. Yeah. And uh, uh, I take out the pack of, of mango slices. My candy mango. I eat it. <laughs> I try to look <laughs> as intimidating as possible. Oh, they all look at you. Some of them start to drool. You see that they're like, uh, it's like a zombie scene, right? Where <laughs> they're pressed up against the glass and they're just like pawing at it. <laughs> of that tiny hut. 
<laughs> All right. So, morning comes without issue. Cecilia and Jojo prepare breakfast, gather their things for the day. The monkeys have left you alone. I am marking everything recovered on my stuff, because I hadn't, just in case it was going to be problematic. Um, Would this be a convenient time for us to take a short break? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Cool. Always use more coffee. Ten, ten minutes? Want to say... Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Cool. Alright, see you guys in ten minutes. Sure.
I'm back. Hello. And, uh, thank you, Ryan. I will save that. Hello, welcome. How about they spell melee? Oh, there we go. Uh, and... Why in my bar? Is... Of... Oh, what? No, sorry, I'm just getting mad at someone. Please go on. <laughs> uh, just... For some reason, I have two of Jules' attacks in my bar. A repeating attack. I'm going to click it. I don't know what it'll do. It's sneak attack, apparently. <laughs> Uh, and then I have... It's probably because you played her for, like, one session and you it in there. Maybe? I'm just scared of them. I'm trying. Oh. But I don't know where they're coming from, because they're not in my macro list. Oh. Uh, do I have anything? Nope, nothing on mine. Um... Hmm. Can you set up? Them. I'm not gonna have it as that. I'm gonna have it as a macro quick, a macro quick bar. Oh no, it only shows up there. Never mind. So like, typing name and chat performance master. Bro. Wait, okay. how do you delete macros? Oh, it's just at the bottom. Got it. Maybe I have... Like, is it because there's token actions enabled? Like, I'm just going to save changes on something. No, these are flat-out macros. Toko, token actions are connected to a token, right? I have no idea. Like, I just... There's a button that says show as token action in my macro thingy, so... I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just going to make it be one of Rosebud's token actions, then. Whoops, I did not mean to pull Rosebud out again. I have no idea how to make something a token action, anyway. Like, other than checking the box. Are we still waiting on? Is everybody back? Okay. Oh, everyone's back. I think we got everyone. Okay. Nice. Got a little directions for the two finger mountains. Pew pew. No. Let's um go ahead and continue.
So. Rising above the heavy jungle canopy, I'm going to repeat this, so bear with me, is the ever-present volcano at the heart of the island. Volkong smokes lazily, staining the blue sky above, a dirty cotton gray. Colony of bats, circle the mountain spire, uh, the screeching nearly drowned out, blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but the blanket of unmanned territory is daunting. The heavy humidity suffocates those around you, and the increased elevation of which you are expected to climb seems insurmountable, quote-unquote, except for Jewel. But you head into the jungle all the same, knowing that if you don't shoulder the burden that has befallen you, then Horiken will suffer the most dire of consequences. The climb up Bulkong is a treacherous one. There are no pathways, no ropes, no staked rails biting into the rock. As you ascend, the foliage thins, and the towering trees that were once around the rim shrink, and the dense shrubs all but disappear, leaving only moss and ferns and grass. The scars of previous eruptions are hidden under these blankets of green, but you notice that nothing reaches the heights of the area below. The bat colony, upon which flying around the mountain which you took note of earlier, begins to fly nearby. Now, I know that you guys said that you wanted to make a stealth check when the bats came around. Or at least I think Geth did. So I will... Allow you guys all to roll stealth. I would also like you guys to roll survival with advantage because you guys have climbing gear. Okay. Okay. Do you mind, uh, whoever's rolling stealth, tell me if you have disadvantage. Mwah. You no longer (laughs) have disadvantage. Oh, thank you. For this roll. Sneakiest rat alive! Uh, and I'm just uh, I guess Datu would have to roll fake too, huh? Well, Datu, you can use. Isn't he a backpack? He's not a backpack, but he is backpack size. So yeah, you, I guess I could just put him on my back. Or stuck him. Well, he's tell him he's to a fold up bit. and go in the bag of holding for a short time. <gasps> That's genius. Because <laughs> like, can he fit? I, I don't know. Uh, he's, he's backpack he's, sized. <laughs> he's backpack sized. That much has been established. He's kind of like a small halfling. Eyes. We'll say oh. he fits. Sure, he okay. fits. He fits. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, I think we can shove him in there. You know, if you know, if a spider can like squeeze its way through like you know things, because that's what we're that's what we're basing it off of, right? Kind of like a metal spider, almost. Well, kind of. It's like a head with it's a helmet. Two arms. <laughs> yeah, arms. We know so, that the head fit before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so just have him uh, push yeah, his I'll allow arms it. straight out, and then we just push him in sideways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So there was the stealth, and then Everybody also survival. Survival at advantage, right? 
with advantage. Oh, right, advantage. Roll twice. This one's gonna be higher because it's harder. Well then. <laughs> All right, Geth. So, uh, Geth. Oh, continue. Sorry. But uh, Rosebud with that nat twenty. Uh, so I'm gonna assume I, I that discovered a new hobby. <laughs> it's six. Um, it's three and seven, right? Because sixteen is your stealth. So. Yes, sixteen stealth, and then the seven was the advantaged survival. Okay. So, Oma and Geth, you two. This is a challenging trek for you. So you both take points of exhaustion. All right. Everyone else is okay, though. As per the stealth... Hmm. The bats go by, and you all scatter like rats... Uh, and <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, because you are not seen as these bats fly by and continue their circuit. Now, you guys finally make it all the way up to the cave mouth. It takes many hours, quote-unquote, a long time. Um, actually, I, I what's would... your, what are your hours on all your super bonuses and stuff? Yeah, eight hours is really all the only number that matters to you. Now, mm-hmm. if there's any way that we can cut this time down, I would... I would do some magical shenanigans uh, to make it so. Uh, I will spend some resources to do so. Okay, Um, what would you like to do? Well, that's a good question. We're literally talking a mountain hike, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So the only way that I could save us time is if there's, like, chasms that we need to cross. If there's... If there's some kind of obstacle on this that's not just straight climbing, I can help. (laughs) If you catch my drift. Otherwise, it's just I'm going to have to take the time. I'll allow it. What was that, Jewel? Uh, Jewel can help out. Anybody who seems like they're falling behind, uh, she could buff a couple people with Longstrider, give them extra speed. Would you like to do that? Because I think that's a spell slot for you. Yeah, the question would be, you know who, if anybody, is, you know, slow enough to be slowing down the whole group. I mean, I'd say it'd be Geth with that seven. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, yeah. then in, in that case, to slow us down, or, oh wait, is it only ten minutes? Yours is an hour, right? Uh-huh. Okay, I'll just take the long strider. It's an you. hour, no concentration. Yeah, I'll just so. take that from you. And uh, the ways that I would help, uh, if you deem it possible, at some point... I could take time to polymorph into a giant flying creature. Ooh. Uh, or polymorph whoever's the slowest in this case, maybe like um, uh, Oma, who's also getting tired. 
and sure. have them help ferry us over particularly treacherous parts that may help us and i will use those resources so you the the real question is why didn't we just take the eagles to mordor like well because we were doing a narrative thing and i just i didn't know (laughs) i didn't know we we like there's two reasons one the bats true to make sure that they weren't i was just just making a joke (laughs) it's a good it's a good joke good joke and i was being too serious um thank you uh so yeah if like narratively <laughs> this is a literal lord of the rings moment, isn't it? <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> if narratively it makes sense i would have polymorphed into yeah like some sort of giant thing and had them ferry us you know it's an hour oh i'll uh i'll actually just spend one sorcery point to make it two hours there we go and we have like potentially a good chunk of difficult terrain cut off in that two hours of uh of ferrying us two by two or something Sure. Yeah, I'll say you could definitely. I mean, with the polymorph, I mean that probably cuts your time in half. I would I say would between that. polymorph and long strider, we will polymorph. Oh, there we go. We polymorph Oma and long strider her. <laughs> yeah, that's no joke. Make her even faster. Yeah. Um, so we'll say um, what would have taken you. You know, eight hours to travel. So only took you if four. I was polymorphed, would I still get? Exhaustion. A little time you wind me there. Because we were still mm. climbing at some points too. We weren't only Okay. Only yeah. in, in I mean I... Hmm, that's true. Maybe just she gets to roll advantage. Or she already did, right? I got a uh, ten. I think you already rolled advantage. Yeah, because there was still gonna be points where we were like hiding from the bats and we were climbing. And the polymorph was just like, oh, we climbed the wrong peak. Look over there. That peak's, you know, 200 feet that way and up 400 feet. Uh, boop. Whoop. <laughs> Ferry us up, you know? You know, I don't necessarily think it would make sense. To, well, okay. We'll say that maybe because you were ferrying people, it was a bit taxing on you, yeah. Oma. So that's where your exhaustion maybe came from? Sounds good. Okay. Because I do want to be fair, and I do want to acknowledge that Polymorph would change things. I don't want to hamstring you guys. Um, I would just say, like, the rest of the way up there, I probably wouldn't have to do more survival checks. If we had any more. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I like that, too. So, as you guys uh, trek, I need one more survival check from you guys, except Oma. All right. And you guys all get advantage. Okay. Survival. Sixteen. That's good. Where is? There's my advantage toggle. Fifteen is good. Uh, also, Pedro, this is a little retroactive, but uh, I forgot to do this primarily because I meant to do this before, but forgot with the break. Would I have been able to crush up one of the diamonds to diamond dust during the previous rest? Hmm. I guess the question is, would that 
would that make the rest no longer a rest? If you're, like, actively doing something like that? Hmm. I don't know. You know, for the uh, sake of I'll say no. Because I would have to use my, like, hour-long thing, so that would have changed things. So never mind. Okay. Sorry for the delay. That's okay. Uh, Jewel, can you please roll? Alright. It's okay. I still love the teeny weeny radiini. <laughs> Ooh! Oh shit! Cool. No problem at all. All right. So you guys are able to make good time. None of you have any problems in terms of exhaustion. All right. You guys finally reach the cave mouth. The cave mouth itself yawns. Inward, into the volcano's shadowed depths. You hear a faint humming coming from inside. The occasional drop of rocks somewhere unseen. Do you guys enter? What do you do? Before we enter? Before uh, we go. Yeah, we have some potions and stuff that we need to have handed. Yes, I do have... Uh... Let's see. I I was holding on to two fire potions for whoever needed them because I'm already uh-huh. resistant to fire. Uh, and I do have one scroll of necrotic resistance. I think we all have one. I've got two yeah, I potions think we have... and one scroll as well. Okay. Um, so I have the two fire potions if anyone wants one. Again, I don't need it. <laughs> so we're leaving our guide out here, right? Jojo's not coming in with us. He'll die. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. And Jojo gives a thumbs up. And he says up. that out loud, too. He's like, You'll not come with us. You will die. <laughs> he says, yes, okay, I'll, I'll make a... Out here, or you will be probably crushed in a terrible way. To be I'll honest, make the base camp. Yeah. Right here. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you guys. I would suggest not right at the cave mouth. Those bats are potentially going to spot you, so... Okay, I'll, I'll 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 follow you guys further inward until, like you know, I don't think the bats would be able to see me as they fly by. Is this DM? Is this a stone, or is this like a mountain of both stone, dirt, roots, mixtures? Like, you know, there's like straight up. This is rock of a mountain mm-hmm. versus a general forested mountain. You know what I mean? Uh, so because this is like a jungle mountain. I would say there would be some... There's still some foliage there, so there is, like, soil. But um, you are going, like, now into a mountain. So there's not... It's mostly going to be rock. Why? I wanted to make him a dugout somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I could say you can do that. I'll say you can't make it inside the cave... Because at that point, it's going to be mostly rock. But you can sort of make a dugout sort of on the outside of the cave. Sure, like, let's say 100 feet from the entry, somewhere that's indescript. Sure. I'll, I'll get to Yeah, you, you, you find, like, a good, like, crevice that has, like, a, a wall already that you can essentially hide in. Yeah, so then I'll Something just like make, that. like, a, a cozy, you know, like, 20 by 20 foot room. Or he hangs up a hammock or something, and he's, like, <laughs> in the room. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. good. Like, climbers and, have hammocks. That's, like, a thing. And, 
It is, and the entryway will be very well obscured as best I can make it. Alright, I'll allow it. Um, But it only lasts an hour, FYI. No, no, it's a permanent thing. I'm moving Earth. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I guess you, you... The duration of the spell is like you would need to cast it again after one hour? Or I guess uh, one hour is the ritual? It's one of the effects. Is the you cause shapes or colors or both to appear on the dirt stones? Images, that kind of thing. That one only lasts for one hour. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, So we're leaving Jojo in a dugout near the entry 100 plus feet away. And someone was about to say something. He's knitted you all gloves. Thank you, Jojo. Aww. Yes, they each have your initials. He says, be safe. Make sure to eat. Wash each other's back. As, as we're, like, walking off, we should keep him. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, in all seriousness, though, I do have the locate creature spell available. Oh, we should, should I take advantage of that, Rosebud? If so, should I wait until we are further in? Let's just and... check the initial entry. I agree. Very well. Oh, okay. and Oma. He's, uh, he's going to reach out and cast Death Ward on Oma. Okay. Now make Ooh. sure you guys are all marking all this stuff on your sheets. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You guys are really going all out on these spells, so... We go in there, uh, yep. all buff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been very risky, so maybe this will help just a, a bit. Don't push yourself too far, alright? I understand. It's just I am not as uh, young as I used to be, Yes. Climbing up a giant mountain with all my armor just tires me out just a little bit, yes? Yes, that would make sense. Armor is generally very heavy. So on we go. Okay. So, you guys... Uh, go. Uh, would you like to, um, stealth or anything like that? Yes, so, out of character, I recall us saying that this entry was a portal, potentially, or some sort of guarded entry to get into Balkan. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, definitely sneak in, because we're expecting a guardian of some form. In fact, what was the actual word? words here. I think they'll have another Datu. Well, I guess we'll find out. Datu 2.0. Three <laughs> Datu. <laughs> Alright. So, let me go ahead and check your... Guarded by the Ghani to the northwest between Two Thumb Mountains, there's a cave, and inside is a mirror, and we need to use a specific word. 
Did you guys stealth yet? No. Uh, sorry, we were just talking about... Yeah, we were uh, trying to figure out how we were mm-hmm. going to do it. Oh, okay, thinking... sorry, you're talking on uh, in the chat. That yes. I yeah. We were, yeah, we were just coordinating. A little uh, back and forth going on here. Nope, that's perfectly fine. Take your time. Absolutely. Do whatever you guys need to do. Uh, so stealth. stealth. Uh, I will grant uh, Oma a balance. I restore the balance on Oma. Um, Jewel is going to be sending weeks ahead of us by like 50 feet. And uh, she's going to maintain telepathic communications. He's going to be like describing if he sees anything, but she's not going to be looking through his eyes for now. Okay. Nice. Where'd she go? Cat is not sneaky. Yeah, wow. Um, you still beat me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not saying much, though. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but it still hurts. Uh, <sighs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Okay. So, um, Cecilia is there with you. Um, let's see. Okay. General reminder, Cecilia has aid level 4 on her, I believe, which is a plus 15 base HP. Alright. Hmm. Where is she? I had her thing up. Where are you? Oh, there you are. Gotcha. Okay. So she's gonna roll. Um, okay. Good. It's a good number. Good number. Alright. So. As you venture inside, you are welcomed by a single pathway, carving towards an interior opening. This pathway is wide enough to fit you all side to side, and the ceiling rises about 15 feet. Squeaks when caught, you can hear them echo um, 30 feet in front of you. Is that what you said? 30 feet? Uh, 50 feet. 50 feet, sorry. 50 feet in front of you. Um, uh, while we're going, I'd like to sort of keep an eye out for any crooks and crevices, for anything that could be... Sure, there's a lot of that. It is a yeah. cave. <laughs> um, but... You notice that there is not a like branching path. It's just jagged and it's and unrefined, we'll... right? Jewel also wants to keep an eye out if there's any kind of uh, you know uh, changes, anything not natural that may be like you know a hidden trap or something. Sure. So I need you both to roll perception checks for me. 
or well, what, yeah. Unless you guys want to do your passive perception, I'm good with my roll. <laughs> uh, and Pedro, I don't know if yeah. this will matter, but yeah. just so you know, we're usually dark vision, well, but every yeah, hundred feet or so, that's why I maybe let you guys... totally every hundred or two hundred feet or so, I'll just pause the group and take a quick look around with the hooded lantern. Just to make sure. sure there's no change of color in the stone or anything around us that would oh, that's smart. potentially indicate, like, you know, markings on the wall that are you couldn't see with dark vision, you know what I mean? Because well, colors don't really come visible. Sure. Um, so then make a perception check for me. I will have disadvantage uh, because it's an ability check, I believe. Alright, 16. Still good. Um, Rosebud. So first of all, Jewel, as you're traveling, you do not come across any traps. This is seemingly a natural cave. Um, Geth, you don't see any discoloring. You don't seem to see any man-made marks or anything of that nature. Rosebud, uh, you are looking at sort of the general shape. Um, You're looking for sort of tunnels. Um, And you kind of notice that there seems to be a bit of a pattern in the rockwork layout. It is sort of square um, and almost overlapping at regular intervals. That's odd. That doesn't particularly seem very natural. And he'll sort of point it out to the group. See, they're, they're very well repetitive and squarish. Now that he's pointed it out to you, you guys kind of notice that beyond the sort of natural, organic landscape of this cavern, there is a sort of repeating, almost crease along the walls. When you say crease, are we talking like ribbing or like a single line crease going this entire way? Uh, It's like a a, a multitude of them. So I guess you consider that ribbing. Mm -hmm. So like... I'm imagining standing in a tunnel and then if I were to reach my right arm out and sweep all the way across my body like a 360 degrees there's like a rib but and like like a portcullis almost an archway I guess does this look like no uh, like a does this look like a, like a fort- fortress entrance I mean some of my experience of of battle and of uh, breaking mm-hmm. into to large defensive positions is does that kind of look like this? So I would say it doesn't look like a fortress. If you guys would like, you guys can try and roll intelligence. Uh, whoever wants to to try and sort of see if they can come up with a guess. I'll. Ooh, give it a try, see if any yeah. stories that she remembers have anything to do. It's definitely not normal. 
Hey, jewel with the stories. Jewel with the stories. I'm good. Okay. Jewel of the mountain. You have grown up on stories of things beyond the realm of natural scope. In your travels and both both in your travels, you've heard sailor talk and a few folk stories, but you've also heard first-hand accounts from your family. This pattern almost seems to be organic. And it gets you thinking, oh no. Well, there are large creatures in the world. And you're reminded of the Obsidian Council and what they said to you. What they said to you all. Do you remember it, Jewel? Nope. <laughs> it's a little fuzzy. It was too long ago. This is Volkan! <laughs> That was repeated. That they, they said, are one in the same. The Bakanawa is Bulkong, and Bulkong is Bakanawa. You just went into the belly. And it sort of dawns on you, Jewel, that perhaps these look something akin to dragon scales. Scaled on the inside? scales. She kind of like mm-hmm. looks at the authors and relays her uh, her thinking. She's like, um, Would this is such a problem. A creature need to breathe? Is there like a regular intake and outtake of <laughs> wind in this tunnel? Suppose that makes sense. Would, would the lava be like stomach acid then? Not too sure. There are many questions that this entails. Perhaps we are seeing the interior of this creature much sooner than we thought. Rose just like looks at everybody and shrugs. Do we keep going? I, mean, I guess uh, we have nothing else. To I guess do. maybe we can we talk from the fire. inside. Uh, I would well. say we should progress carefully then. If we are inside it and we cause any sort of big shaky explosions or something like that, then it might wake earlier than expected. Okay. If it which was that we don't want. Let's not cause any internal distress. Yes. I don't doubt that, but if it was that easy to wake, would the creature, our foes, 
not just wake it with that? That seems too simple. That is true, yes. I am interested to see what it will be and what the situation is. Though, and he sort of looks over at Oma, we are here for a reason. Yes, very much so. We must keep going. And press forward. So you press forward. Eventually, after about 20 minutes of walking, 20-30 minutes of walking, the pathway ends at a rock shelf. Squeaks when caught, feels the echolocation disappear, I guess widen, I should say, um, outward in all directions as they reach an opening. And there is a multitude of things pinging back at it. Uh, and as you all reach the location of the end of this rock shelf, you see a dark twilight illuminated by orange glowing veins along a jagged surface and an expansive crystal cavern where these crystals attach themselves from these overlapping squares seem to be erupting out of the creases on the ground on the sides of the walls like gnarled mangled teeth fighting for space here the humming that you heard outside is much louder a constant present presence one might say a throbbing heartbeat at the heart of this volcano. And as Squeaks when caught is patrolling, they notice creatures on the move. Two small creatures, medium size, I should say, and one large one. The first two creatures are humanoid in shape with brass skin, slightly orange, not only from the veins above on the walls and on the ceiling, but also illuminated by the flaming head that it is crowned with and the flaming hammer that it is carrying they seem to almost be dwarf like and finally the large creature is a stone golem 
covered in these crystals. In six clusters. Two underneath the armpits. One uh, and two on the uh, on the uh, underside of its knees. One on its chest and one on its head, on its forehead. And as Squeaks when caught is watching, they notice that they seem to be patrolling a route. So we've entered into a wider area, as you just described. Um, Is this lit up? Sorry to excuse me. Um, Oma, your your ability (laughs) to sense extra planar things, that's not permanently on, correct? No, I'd have to to, uh, do my divine sense. Okay. Just checking. Uh, we don't see that. That that's what Squeak Squeak Caught sees, right? Yeah, because this is sort of further in to right, this cave. So I'm, I'm not going to do it until you tell me. Yeah, you see it. Sure. What do you guys do? You guys have all stealthed. They don't seem to notice you, as you guys are sort of hugging the walls. Or hugging the ledge. It's like Scooby-Doo, I guess, like looking over the ledge there. I'll take a um, moment to uh, cast Minor Illusion to just create essentially a five-foot either crystal or rock or berry. Something to make it so that we can stand behind it mm-hmm. while we're watching into this space and not be seen because we're behind a literal object right now. But we can sure. So as soon as I mm-hmm. see them, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll send out my divine sense. So uh, the two dwarves do not seem to be from this plane, and the stone golem is just a magical construct, so it does not give off a, any sort of ping, but. As you see the um, these dwarf creatures, you can tell that they are not from this place. These are not. Um, these are from a different plane of existence. The doors they are there. Do you think they're in league with the mistress, or uh, just another denizen here? We should just take some minutes to observe their route. Uh, and see if they converse or do anything. Um, this space that you just described there, uh, Pedro, is this uh-huh. seemingly the only major entry? And is it like okay? So uh, I mean, there's only one way in so far that you have seen. Okay, so as a group, could we move? out of the immediate entryway and then have done the observations that we're talking about? Yeah. 
Okay, that's fine. I yeah, you guys climb down and you know. Uh, yeah, we should just take a few minutes here, maybe ten, and see if they talk. Uh, they could be working together. This is now. This could be the um, the guardian that was described by the Obsidian Council, the one that uh, the Ghani, guarded by the Ghani, is what they said. That's right. Yes. Uh, Ophelia, um, have you heard of any seemingly dwarfs with constructs in the area? Uh, no. I'm. I know that uh, there is a, a dwarven mining colony in the Shaku Mines, but I haven't. This is a a sacred mountain. There's no way that the government would allow any sort of mining operation into Bolkong itself. Oh, that's actually a good point, uh, Pedro. We're in Bolkong. I thought that the the um, fingered mountains were where we were entering, and then there was some kind of mirror, or was it the Balkan Kong that we were entering, and then it was some kind of mirror? So there, the cavern entrance that you guys were looking for was framed between the twin mountains behind Balkong. So it. like, so if you're you still look at Balkong, so right now you're yeah. So to get to yeah, the cavern itself is in Balkong. Got it. Thank you. Um, I don't have any particular desire to confront them. Um, Jewel, can you go invisible? Maybe, or just have Squeaks look around a little more? Is is there a mirror here that we can get by? Hey, true. Hey, me. I think I just had myself muted <laughs> the whole time. Oops. Oh, no. <laughs> We um, just heard you now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, she will have Squeaks like fly out into the kind of bigger cavern. Squeaks mm-hmm. is gonna try and be sneaky, but he's also just gonna do some, uh, you know, fly around the upper end of the cavern. Hopefully, they don't notice him. Just don't look up, guys. Yeah, and she's going to close her eyes and she is going to share senses with Squeaks and. See if she can listen in on any conversations they might be having. Sure. Um, so, can I determine from what plane uh, that they're from, or is that just that they're extra planar? Can you? Is that part of your? I don't think so. I think your, it's more of like I can uh, tell whether they're evil or I can tell whether they're good. Not the specific. Plane. Um, these things seem yeah. to be neutral. I will say though would, their heads yeah, are on I'm fire. Big, you know, so I would I think that you would figure it out. It would be elemental in nature. Wait, their heads are on no, fire. I thought it was their hammerheads. They're, they're, they're on, on fire. fire. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> so are they on flaming fire dwarves carrying? They're really yeah. hot headed. So I, I'm figuring that she, she knows that they're <laughs> elemental. Can kind of figure out probably. If they're extra plane elemental, then they're probably from like the plane of, of fire, which would make sense if this is this particular 
not deity, but being that we're going to um, is residing within a volcano. You know. You no. Know, mm-hmm. I kind of relay that to everybody else. That, that they these are these seem to be neutral oh. creatures, so if I I imagine it's protecting um you know, the inside of, of what we are in, which is uh Akanawa. Well, that makes sense, Oma. I mean with what we've been told so far, these could be the Ghani. Uh, we'll wait for I Jewel. Must, I must and... say, if we do aim to save the children, the way back will become far more difficult if they are still living. If they are, they don't look very healthy. As long as I can reserve enough power, which we shouldn't rely on this, I can send the children back fairly easily. Um, oh, all right then. But that would only be. Let me just check my internal memory notes here. Uh, how many people can go through this? Uh, I don't. I don't know if we can just like stack on top of this spell teleportation circle. I'll check into the details later. I won't hold this up, but yes, as long as um, I have a minute and we're not in any dire situations, I can at least send a good majority of them back to uh, Horquin Obsidian Cube's room. If it comes down to it, I had prepared to use this for our ultimate targets, but I have prepared banishment for the day. Perhaps that could be of use. Well, let's see if uh, Squeaks... if uh, Jewel through Squeaks notices anything. They, they may... I mean, they seem hostile, but if we can avoid yes. them, we should. Yes, of course. Let's, let's all stare at Jewel and await her return. So, Squeaks when caught. Let's all turn uh, our back on the bad guys. Doing its best <laughs> to, you know, try and keep a distance, but try and. It, it's not hard to hear uh, them speak. Sound travels in this cave, it echoes. Um, and you, you do back. hear them. <laughs> right. And you do hear them talk, but it is in a language. I assume that none of you understand. What are your languages that you all speak? I assume it's Agni. I don't speak Agni. Yeah, it's 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 the uh, Ignan. Ignan. Common, okay, Agni's, Agni's must be a different game's variation of it. Abyssal, Draconic, and Dorvish. Mm. So Ignan is the language that they speak. If none of you can speak that, then you don't know what they're saying. Is their tone Jewel popped back out. She's like, well, that was particularly unhelpful. I have no idea what they were saying. <laughs> so, uh, I guess, what do we do now? I mean, do we attack them? Do we leave them alone? Well, uh, the guidance of 
the Obsidian Cube. We're all saying this very quietly, obviously. Uh, whisper, 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 whisper. Stage whisper. Uh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guidance was simply that the path to the interior of the Kempu Kempu Shrine is guarded by the Gani, and there's a mirror. Did Squeak see any mirror while they were looking around? Squeaks did not see a mirror. Although, granted, a bunch of... I mean, all the crystals have reflective surfaces. Mm. So, it's definitely going to be hard to spot a mirror. Also, if I'm not mistaken... Oh, wait, no. Because you're sharing senses with Jewel, so you can see whatever it sees. Correct? But also, it's blind. Mm. It's got blind sense, yeah. So it's, it's got blind sense. Not quite sense. Not, not quite vision in the traditional sense. Sure. Leah? I think you might be muted, Leah. I think so, too. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, there we go. I hear you now. Okay. Yeah, I think Squeaks has a blind sense for things close up, but they also have normal vision. Okay. Um, so with your normal vision, with your normal bat vision... You, uh, did you roll a perception for me with with uh, squeaks from caught? Is that an advantage? Because listening, or yeah, yeah, it was listening, so it was. Uh... Mm, I mean, this is not a listening thing. This is a looking thing. Okay, you're looking for a mirror. Oh, the looking thing says no. <laughs> yes. So, unfortunately, um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of reflective surfaces. Maybe one of them was a mirror. You can't... In a traditional sense of what you're looking for, you did not see anything that piqued your interest. Well, how I see it, we have three options. We approach them. Reveal our intent. We ambush them, murdering them in the process, or we try to sneak by, which will prevent the other two if we are caught. I am we should not exhausted. attack them. Cough, cough. We come here. We, will we come here as guests, seeking an audience. Do you think you have the ability to spin that tongue of yours? It's a little haggard right now, but I can give it a try. Um, Jewel, do you have enough... uh, uh, I actually have no idea where your power comes from. Do you have enough power to uh, grant me a bit of a silver tongue? The power, power of adventure. Um, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to touch him. <laughs> power of friendship. And, uh, that helps. Edmund disease. Oh, no, never oh, mind. That, oh, that that's not work. it, though. It would have to be... This is... One. That's fine. That one. Yeah, we don't need to worry about that. I don't one. have the diamond dust, so it doesn't matter. That's okay. This is what you're asking for? Yep. If you got it. <laughs> Can do. You could maybe do it on yourself, too. Take team it. Higher level. Yeah, she'll upcast it Let by one. Work. 
So that is Eagle oh. Splendor? Yes. Yeah. On herself and on you. Hopefully they understand this. Um, well, uh, before I engage, what is our objective? We are trying to rescue the Bakanawa from Yes, we want to talk control. to the Bakanawa. We need to convince these creatures. I that... Ah, well, children. I don't think we want to talk. To... They very well might be intending to let it slumber. If we say that we wish to talk with it, then we would be an issue that might need to be resolved. Never dealt yes, with I, I think we should focus on the aspect of children. I mean, I, if, if they have any young of their own, they, they would probably understand the uh, the need to retrieve the children. Uh, it Hopefully is a chance that we're taking. Alright, that's... What did you say earlier? I don't so really the know. the plan is that you are going to speak with them. That is currently the plan. We've buffed and ourselves. None and of I you speak the language. Speak. Well, we're no. hoping that they're just speaking that because it's you know that that's what's easiest for them. And but we're hoping they do have uh, common language. Sometimes okay. we can off, <laughs> off minor illusion. Communicate exactly. <laughs> we can do story time with Geth. Um. All right. The power of pictures. So, uh, what I will begin with is, um... So we've observed them for a good 10-15 minutes, and when they're on their furthest point... So they are not always together. They split up. Okay, good to know. Yeah. All three of them sort of... They seem to sort of be patrolling a route, and they all kind of intersect and then disperse. So when they intersect relative to the entryway of this cave, and just give me, give me, is it lit in this cave or is it completely dark? So I guess I'll just go ahead and throw you guys over <laughs> to the map, huh? <sighs> oh my god, it's Purdy! That's really cool. All right. So I'll thank go ahead and lost just... acumen for your map. <laughs> Yes, yes, everyone thank these guys as I shamelessly stole their map. This is sort of the area that they uh, intersect. Congregate. Uh, this dwarf seems to... Oops. I meant to freehand. This dwarf uh, out here seems to sort of circle around here. Like that. This golem does something similar like this and then its final dwarf over here does this and so they all kind of you know intersect and where is the entry that we're at um the entranceway that you guys are overlooking would be here Over there, okay. Yeah. I'll go ahead and just Is that you pulling us out? 
I just pulled myself out. Me too. Okay, gotcha. Sometimes when he pulls the tokens, I, I can't control my guy for some reason. Yeah, I haven't, uh... I didn't pull you guys. So then I'll go ahead and just try and make things easier for you. Thank you. Osbud just rings his finger and, and looks over to Jewel. They really would be very easy to ambush, wouldn't they? <laughs> Nod. Well, just hold yourself there if um, if we need it. Uh, that golem... Yeah. We'll try conversing. If, uh, if it goes wrong, I'm going to attempt to uh, incapacitate them. Alright, okay. cool. You and me, uh, we'll go forward and have everyone follow maybe five feet back from us. So, my objective here, uh, I'll, lay, I'll lay out my plan. And I'll tell this to Jewel before we do, so we can decide it. I'm intending to when they're assuming that they're kind of in the direction that you've pointed them, when this guy that's closest to us is almost at the intersect point, the red red line guy, assuming uh-huh. he's going clockwise, um, uh, basically when he hits this point here, oops, that was not a drawing circle. Let me try that again. This point here, uh, I will cast a... Okay, you know the sound that we heard when um, the Isle of Giants sort of was transforming and beca- and and revealing the uh, the other sister of the Bacchanal? Uh huh. And then after it actually happened, was there any other sort of like I'm not saying angel choir here, but like was there any sort of underground or underlying noise that hit us or was it just quiet after it happened I believe it was quiet okay that didn't work the way I was thinking so yeah basically when they round that corner I think it's going to be as simple as um getting down off the rock shelf and uh and what's the universal knock across all of all of the uh, the place? The good old wood door knock, knock, knock sound. Uh, Even a haircut. Entering. So when he's at that point in the in the circle and just about to disappear around the corner, Jewel, myself, and the rest of the group, but just a little bit further back, we'll try to make our way about here, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Can, so I want yeah, to. We'll along... That makes sense. These this... guys are kind of. Assuming the that these crystals there. are like up the wall and not actually blocking our steps, um, I'll be about right there. And yeah, I'll... I mean it's it, it's kind of like everywhere, right? Yeah. You can you can to some extent you can probably climb these crystals. Sure. So sounds good. So I'll be where I am according to the visage, and I will minor illusion a good old wooden wooden door handle knocker, uh, and then I will begin speaking. But yep, that's the noise I make okay. 
get their attention at that crux point. So. Um, so my objective is to make the noise when they're reaching the intersect point. We move gotcha. when they're at the yellow point, and then the noise, yeah, just in case. So as these creatures start to converge, you reveal yourself with a time-tested tried and true knock. And that is where <laughs> we will end the session for today. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> In suspense! <laughs> Alright, let's make sure to note all our buffs somewhere here. Yes, please, um, note your buffs. I have no buffs. Because we're... Actually, you do? Things are about to ramp up uh, since you've essentially mm-hmm. entered the dungeon, right? So... Yep. You gotta remember, this is all important stuff. Uh, personal buff. Aid. Uh, Feels good to be a DM again. (laughs) That was fun. Thank you. It feels good to have you be DM again. (laughs) Very busy. Yeah, life has been busy. Oh, let me just stop the recording here. Uh, Buzzbud and Look.